Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Paula Andrew, Lindsey Brown with you on this Friday afternoon. Lots of things to discuss when it comes to the hockey world here as we get closer to the expansion draft and the actual NHL draft. Some news today about your Vegas Golden Knights when it comes to the preseason schedule as the Colorado Avalanche have put out a little bit of noise as they decided that they would release their preseason schedule. They're going to play three teams, but most notably will be the Vegas Golden Knights. This should be the opener to the preseason. That'll be September the 28th at T-Mobile. They're going to play Colorado twice uh, in uh, on Tuesdays. September the 28th and then August 5th up there. Going up on a Tuesday! Right. So we have those two games and then uh, the previously announced series they were going to have in Salt Lake City with mm. the Los Angeles Kings. That's so we know right. We know four of the six games right now for the Knights, but the preseason looks like it's going to open up September the 28th at T-Mobile Arena, which is... Uh, About 18 chapters from now. It's... Nine weeks away. Yeah, literally. Nine weeks away. So that means it's camp, not that many weeks. Camp, camp is less than two months away, really. Yeah. I mean, they have camp and then they literally just start playing, I right? Think That's we're in our third week of the off season too. So it just shows you how quickly it turns over. And like for guys that have to get surgery or are getting traded or are going to be signed in, in free agency. I mean, just think of last year when it was like literally two or three weeks long. It's, it's a lot to uh, process and to get done and to, Get back in line it's for a, quick, a whole other season. It's a quick flip to get yeah. team chemistry going, especially if you're teams that have shakeups. Obviously, every team's going to lose a player yep. here in the next week. Some people are already losing players. Right, by, with the buyouts and things like that. Or trading so players. As the uh, Seattle Kraken get ready to start taking players from teams, there are other players that are about to hit uh, free agency. One of those names happens to be Gabriel Landeskog of the currently of the Colorado Avalanche, mm-hmm. kind of sort of currently of the Colorado Avalanche. If he can't come to terms with them, there is a report today out of St. Louis that Landeskog has interest in signing with a number of teams, including Colorado. But there are six other teams where he could go, or at least this is the report where he might end up with. Uh, St. Louis being one of them. That's where the report originates. Also, the New York Islanders, which makes sense. They were a, a playoff contending team. Oh, I would say they were in the Eastern Conference Finals game seven. Yeah. One to nothing. Florida, lost. Tampa, Toronto, which seems to be like oh, God, if you're going to no. if you're going to play. Game, don't go to Toronto. Toronto is, oh, you know, the, the mecca of hockey. And then the team that I'm going to lay out there is the Vegas Golden Knights. Highly unlikely. Not realistic in your eyes then, Lindsay? Well, you're going to have to move a big Big chunk of contract. Well, we've, known, Big we've, chunk we've, of money. we've done that before. We yeah. have done it before. And so that's why it is not technically completely outside of the realm of possibility. And as I've said before about Landeskog, he is a guy that you hate playing against. But if he's in your locker room, if he is the one wearing your jersey, the style that he plays with, what he brings as a leader, what 
he brings on the ice shift by shift, just the way and the edge that that he um, approaches each and every shift um, is invaluable. And he's right in that middle of, of the prime, but he is going to cost a pretty penny. And when you're talking about big time teams that are championship contenders and some of the numbers we're, we're hearing that his agent is probably going to push for, should he enter the open market, he could probably demand up to $10 million, which he's not going to get in today's day and age, which would be ridiculous. Like, I don't know why he would do that. If you want to go to a championship contending roster, that's not happening. So, but you can't take a devalued contract. He's willing to take a hometown discount for sure. the abs, but it's, I think they're like $2 million apart right now because I think the most recent offer was about 6 million, eight years or so. Yeah. That's the number I've seen. Um, and again, as we were talking about yesterday, I think term is more important for, for most of these guys. But when you're talking about an eight year deal, that's a much different conversation versus like adding a third year onto a two year deal. Right. And so um, clearly money is is the thing. And he shouldn't take less than what he's worth. He's one of those really tough players where he's going to be hurt the most by our current circumstances, because if it wasn't the pandemic, if the cap wasn't flat, if it wasn't expansion, if it wasn't all these weird things in our soup, the abs probably don't have to make the graves deal that they had to last night, let alone potentially let him walk. But I think, I think they're going to resign him. They have the space to do it. They're sitting on 26 million. It's him or Grubauer right now. Well, they can afford both. They clearly can. They're not well, going to over. No you can gonna... afford both this year, but if you do that and you wait till next year, and you have McCarr and McKinnon coming up too, you really can't because you have to fill out the rest of the roster outside of like the, those five or six guys. And so I think what you do, and again, this is a tough decision for the Avs. As I said earlier in the week, they're the ones that are that have the most going for them and the wor- and the most working against them. They got to let Grubauer go. A Vesna Trophy finalist. Top three. Granted, it was a distant third considering who he was competing with. But a hell of a year. And a very talented netminder who has been with their organization for about three seasons. And then go out and find somebody on the open market. Because they have nobody in that yeah, space Yeah, or trade right now. for someone like, I don't know, Darcy Kemper. There's just nobody there right now. There's plenty of ki- goalies. What, what I'm saying is that within their organization, right. it's, it's unproven it's kids. Been, there's a reason why they went out and traded for Devin Dubnik this season. It was because they were so scared about the injury possibilities that they had gone through, especially in the bubble. Because there's nothing worse than putting all of that work, all of those those hours and millions of dollars to formulate that team. And then for just like the injury bug hitting the goal, hitting the crease to 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 kind of trample everything. And so, yeah, that that's where the abs like, I don't think they're done with the trades. I, I think you probably trade for a goalie rather than go chase one on the open market, because if you're going to chase one on the open market, then you're competing. That drives up the price inflation since we're all econ majors today. Sure. They're going to want a set number so they know exactly what they're dealing with so they can take care of Kale McCarr, so they can take care of Nathan McKinnon, who's on probably the most team-friendly deal of all time. Well, they moved some, I mean, moving money last night by, by you know, making Graves a trade. Graves was going to get picked by Seattle if he was, if he was exposed. Right, so they by, get something back from right, him. Right, so by making that trade, yep. you know, they, they've got some, they've got some space. You know, you've got a lot of you've got teams that are still wait, you know, players that are still waving their no trade. Now, tomorrow's a big day. That's the list come out tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's a tomorrow's protection day. 
We'll know right we'll know away. Exactly who's on the who's exposed and who's not. So it doesn't seem like a lot more is going to get done here in the next twelve. I mean, maybe it's. There's a lot of time. I mean, there's, yeah, in, that it, Graves deal happened relatively later in the evening last night. And so this, as we've been stancing for weeks and especially this week, this is a very, very unprecedented opportunity for a lot of franchises to potentially get bigger or get better a lot quicker or get out of tougher situations that would have taken them years if you just play your cards right. So I anticipate some more movement. Will it be the uh, a tsunami wave? Probably not because I think – it's it's mostly just those last minute deals, uh, especially with, with guys like Graves, where you're just trying to find if anybody gets relatively close to your asking price. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big day tomorrow, and we'll have what three four days to recklessly speculate with all those lists. So well, at least so we'll have some like additional information. Well, there'll be lots lots more to sort out. But you can see, you know, again, you when Colorado makes the moves that it makes. Okay, we'll clear a little bit of space, protect, you know, get something in return for something we weren't going to get. But then we can still make a few phone calls about mm-hmm. well, if we do sign him, is there a sign and trade possibility? Is there somewhere we can go? Because for a team like the Knights to get involved in free agency right now, right now we're not talking a lot of money. They have a couple of needs. Clearly, mm-hmm. um, def, you know, defense. They need they need a little bit of help there. And then if they just bring up young kids, but they're going to have to spend something. They will have to spend some money. Mm-hmm. And they have a little bit to play with. It's will it, whether or not they're willing to move larger pieces. Last year, those larger pieces happened to be Paul Stasny and Nate Schmidt. Mm-hmm. And that resulted in Alex Petrangelo. Yep. And they still managed to you know get a Thomas Noshek at a bargain deal at about one mil mm-hmm. and get a Yanmark who. Probably could get a little bit more money if he decides to, you know, look around a little bit and people kick the tires on him. Yeah, because he played fairly well. That veteran, the the veteran savvy that he brought to the Vegas Golden Knights was solid. So I'm not sure either of those guys will go with the numbers that they came in at, at least to this squad here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're going to circle back and resign those guys just because it's. Um, I I really hope that they do with Nolsic though. I I think he is one of the the big-time cogs that really makes this team go, especially on that bottom six. And he stepped up, you know, through that that period where the, the Gold Knights weren't scoring a lot of goals. He was, like, the only one to do it. But he's a guy that can skate. He's a guy that is always in the right position, has a stick on the ice, doesn't give up going into, into battles. Like, he's just a hard-nosed hockey player that works hard and knows what needs to be done. He's not going to uh, wow you flashy-wise. But just that, again, the taking care of business element of his game I think uh bodes well for this team but those are tough decisions that you have to make but if they do end up moving a, a big time contract I would say like of, of Patch Reddy's or, or Riley Smith's or or Marcia So's obviously those are a couple of those guys have uh modified no trade clauses so we'd have to have a few other conversations or at least we'd have to get wind of some of those conversations but if that happens well, that means that's signaling something pretty big. And I don't think it's a hockey trade thing. I think if they're going to do something, this is a true butterfly effect, like we're the move that enables the move that enables the move. But as I've said when we've talked about this roster before, be very careful about overspicing this pot because it's already pretty damn good. So sometimes it's just about running it back and as close to of, of its current form as possible. It's a good analogy. Thank you. <laughs> Lots of uh, when, when we all want to be cooks in the kitchen, but ultimately, you know, the 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 dish wasn't a bad dish no. last season. No, not at all. It was a it was a fine meal. Absolutely, and that's the uh, that's sports. Yeah. There's only one team that can win every year. Yeah, problem is we just showed up with vanilla ice cream yeah. and sprinkles. At if the we end. would have showed up with a better effort against Montreal, I think we feel differently, even if it is the same result.
but we can fix that next year. Right. Well, with this roster, <laughs> we, could, we could fix that the next 10 weeks, yeah. essentially. Or right. three days. More things uh, coming down the pike as the NHL gets closer to the next expansion draft in league history. On the way, Damian Lillard opening him up, opening up about his situation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.